0: Hello there, you're with Martin Andrews on Access Radio 783 AM, B-Side Stories. Joining us today we have Helen Brastine from Film for Change. Um, welcome Helen.
1: Thanks Andrew, <laughs> <With> Martin. <laughs>
0: <laughs> common mistake, yeah, yeah. common mistake. <laughs> Can I just ask you to maybe just lift the microphone yeah. up just a fraction Helen, just mm-hmm. so that we're getting a clearer signal. Yeah. There, thank you. Um, So just a bit of background about how I met Helen, Um, I was, I happened to be going to a concert down at Meow one Friday night and I realised that on my way there I saw this thing at uh, Nā Tonga, which is our sound and vision thing here in Wellington on the corner of Guzni and Taranaki Street and I would encourage everyone to go down there and check that out, it's an amazing complex. Um, and I saw that there was something going on called Film for Change, and it was a free uh, thing that, that the public could go to and just hear about, uh, hear the story behind this organisation. As soon as I walked in the door there, I got approached by Helen, made a beeline for me and introduced herself, and I got a little bit of the story about behind Film for Change, and I realised what a fantastic thing that is happening out there, which I had no idea about. It was just this random poster that I saw. So... Helen, can you, uh, first of all, tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, What's your background in film?
1: Um, So I studied film at Victoria University. Mm -hmm. Um, And while I was studying, I was working for a couple of charities. And I started making a couple of short films for them. Right, okay. Um, And that's sort of how the whole thing started, really. Okay. Um, Yeah, so just a student looking for some more film-related things to do.
0: And what, so which films did you, who did you help then those, those first couple of films that you made?
1: First couple of films, um, so I was volunteering um, at a charity called Rethinking Crime and Punishment mm-hmm. and I ended up setting up a bit of a YouTube channel for them mm-hmm. and um, just going out and interviewing some people to sort of get some accurate stories about the criminal justice system out there. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then my next... Sort of big client. We're all in the same building. Was um, Wellington Rape Crisis. Right.
0: Yeah. So this was prior to the actual organisation, Film for Change, being being created.
1: Yeah. So this was in 2012, I think. Yeah.
0: So you built Film for Change yourself. Like, you like you you've created the organisation and and where does where do you start with something like that?
1: <laughs> so I think the first thing was just sort of pulling a couple of people in. Mm-hmm. Um. So I tricked a few of my filmmaking friends um, into coming and helping me out with a couple of things.
0: Sure. And did, did, At that time, were you did you bring them in just to help with the, those first couple of films that you were making or had you actually decided that, okay, I want to create an organisation now? Um?
1: It's, I think it just started off as making a few awesome films and then I was sort of like, hold on, there's something here. Mm. And, and yeah, and those people that had been there from the start ended up being the people that, yeah, that started it with me, really.
0: Sure. What was your, what was your vision for it when you, when you were making these decisions? What, what could you see? Was it like you obviously identified that there was you know, a need for, for this? And so what were, you, what were you thinking about at that time?
1: I think the main thing that I was thinking about was how, I guess, we get bogged down with all these negative media stories, mm. um, all these horrible things happening in the world, all the news focuses on crime. And I guess I'd seen for myself all the sort of silent, awesome work that all these struggling Absolutely. people yeah. are doing in our communities, yes. um, those positive stories that just aren't getting out there. And I guess that's what I saw a need for.
0: That's fantastic. That's exactly what led me to B-Side Stories. Cool. Because like you, I was out there seeing all these amazing people. I was like, you know, Wellington needs a voice for these people. And uh, it turns out that, hey, it's, it's already been happening for the last two years. The B-side stories has been going on for two years. So, um, Okay, that's great. So you pulled in some favours from f- some friends. Are they still with uh, Film for Change?
1: Yeah. Um, so one of the first people that joined was um, Jesse Gonzalez, and he's um, sort of the co-founder, and he's been with us the whole time. He's mm-hmm. an amazing cinematographer and technical whiz. Mm-hmm. And another person that was there at the start, Mauricio Barra, he's a sort of animation guru. And he's actually just told me that he's coming back to Wellington in two weeks to come and get all back into it again. So it's fantastic news. (laughs) That's
0: great. That's great. So you pulled your friends in. Do you then just go, right, we are going to go out there and um, find some organisations who we want to make films for?
1: Yeah, so we sort of, I set it up as a charity after applying for a couple of... Scholarshipy award type things, mm-hmm. so I went along to Victoria's Enterprise Club and did this event called the Big Pitch and pitched the idea of Film for Change as a social enterprise, mm-hmm. and we managed to get an award from that. So I was like, "Oh, there's some some mm-hmm. interest in this." Sure, sure. Um, and I was also a finalist in the uh, sort of Wellington Region um, AMP Scholarship Awards for it as well. Sure. Yeah. And so I thought, well, some people have given me a little bit of money. I guess I have got no choice now but to register as a charity and just really make it happen.
0: Yeah, that's fantastic. And uh, what's, how were those early, the early formation of Film for Change? How did that all go? Was it smooth sailing, or is it uh, has it been uh, productive the the first couple of years that it's been working?
1: Yeah. So we started off small, literally with three or four people. Mm -hmm. Um, We had a lot of team meetings, which were three or four people, sometimes two. Um, And yeah, I guess the first hurdle was setting up as an official charity. We were lucky enough that at the time I was working for another charity and they lent me their trust deed to sort of go over and and pull all the important legal parts out of. yeah, there's a lot of silly things you have to do when you set up as an official organisation, like getting a common seal made that you need for one form. So paying forty dollars for a stamp <laughs> was quite ridiculous.
0: <laughs> and at this time, you were still uh, you were holding down a, a full time job.
1: I was working twenty hours a week and studying full time.
0: Right. Yeah. Yep. And then film for change came along. And right. Yep. Okay. <laughs> Uh so now you're, you're just starting out with Film Change. You've registered as a charity. You've got your friends on board. Uh, who was your very first client?
1: So I think our first client was actually some of the people out in Taita Pōmāri.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and they were sort of a couple of freebies mm-hmm. that we did. We decided there's no point in launching a charity that makes films for charities without a few films under our belt. So that's sort right. of the way we started off. So was we, it Common
0: Unity? Uh, Were they the first?
1: Um, it was sort of, I guess it's the Tumeke Taita Trust, that's right. what they're called out there. Okay. Um, and yeah, we There's made, some good stuff going on out there. Oh, eh? it's amazing.
0: Uh, yeah, that's the same place that Common Unity is. And I know that yep. they are they're an amazing organisation, aren't they? Yeah. yeah.
1: So we've been working out there for two years, and actually, we've got 14 films for them due on the 14th of October. Really? Yeah, and they're gonna be. This is for two, Mickey. For for the whole community out there. So wow, that's
0: fantastic. Yeah, so
1: we the council out there employed us to make a couple for um around the new community centre. Okay. Yeah, and all so nice. they all come to culmination on the 16th at the opening of the centre, where they'll be on screens on loop, our films permanently there as part of the centre.
0: And where is the centre? Where can people go and see these films? Uh,
1: so it's at Walter Nash Centre. It's out in, just sort of in the...
0: It's in Taita, isn't it? In Taita, yeah. yeah. And when is that happening?
1: Uh, the 16th of, of October.
0: 16th of October. Yeah. So the film's going to be there for how long? Just f-
1: So, um, <laughs> sort of indeterminate. Indeterminate. Really. yeah,
0: yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah. Fourteen. Yep.
1: <laughs> it's quite a lot. We're quite stressed at the moment trying to finish them all.
0: <laughs> okay, so you had your your first couple of films there and they were... So you just decided that, right, we're going to do this all pro bono? Yep. Um, so you, do, you, what, you did two, three?
1: Yeah, we did two. So we did one about the Youth Hub opening up and one about the Taitā Festival. Mm-hmm. We also decided to um, do a freebie for well, uh welling literacy um, Aotearoa Wellington Mm -hmm. and um, because we went on their website and we're thinking this is a charity that helps adults with literacy and numeracy and what was on their website for these people that have trouble with literacy and numeracy a bunch of words (laughs) (laughs) and so we thought this is the perfect kind of starter charity to make a film for because they really need it. Sure
0: sure well that's fantastic we might uh We might uh, take a break here. Now, now tell me about the song you've chosen for us today, Helen.
1: Um, So this song is by um, the Wellington local band Towers, who is a friend of mine, and he said if I played it um, that they would um, do a a track for one of our films sometimes.
0: Oh, perfect. (laughs) Fantastic. Well, here we go. This is, what's the name of the song?
1: I think it's called Leather and Suede.
0: Leather and Suede by local band Towers. stained of an astronaut night for Welcome back to Axis Radio 783 AM. We have Helen Brasting joining us today on B-Side Stories. And that was Towers with Leather and Suede. I think check them out.
1: Suede and Leather Dreams. I got Suede the name and
0: Leather <laughs> Dreams. There you go. Go and check out Towers, guys. They're a local, but local act, so let's get behind them. Okay, uh, Helen. So getting back to Film for Change, you're coming out of your pro bono time. Um, you've created a charity. Uh, and you've seen a need out there in the community for film to portray all of the positive stuff which is happening here in Wellington, which is fantastic. I love that story. Um, so you're coming out of the pro bono and you're starting to think about charging charities. Is that right? Yeah. So um, because there are economic realities that go with these things, aren't they? Unfortunately, that's the one. So, so talk us through that change there. That uh, did you feel that going into that, there were going to be charities even that were going to be in a position to be able to afford to pay for um, local film making?
1: Yeah, I think so. Basically, what we did is we had gathered all this pro bono stuff we'd done, and we decided to have a big launch party at Nataunga. So that was in August 2014, and we invited as many charities as we could along. Right. And as many film students and filmmakers in the community to just sort of bring them all together. And hope for the best that we could get the right minds in the same room and Absolutely. get them on board.
0: Now that that one that I stumbled across, that was the first year anniversary, wasn't it? Yeah. Okay, great. So you <laughs> you, you you just kicked it off in exactly the same way because that's that's, that's effectively what it was that night, wasn't it? It was just a, a sort of a meet and greet, and um, I was really impressed with. Um, how welcoming everybody was in there. And uh, you, obviously everyone was there for the same reason. Though. So you have your, your big launch party. And did that result in you guys being approached? Yeah,
1: yeah so I think ever since then, um, we haven't really had to go out and look for work. We've just had a flood of emails come in and charities that we just go and have an initial chat with in person. And yes, some of them have budgets and some of them don't. And we just sort of figure it out as we go along.
0: Sure, sure. I believe that you're actually, because I work for Kaibosch I believe that you're working with us at the moment.
1: We are indeed. We're making, uh, Kaibosch is quite a cool project that we've got coming up. Um,
0: I've seen the, the, do you call it a treatment? Is that what you call it? That, that very yeah, I guess first the storyboard. The storyboards, type thing. yeah, I've seen yeah. them. It looks great.
1: Yeah, something real different for us, because I think that's one of the things that we really wanted for our volunteers was we didn't want to just be doing a lot of talking heads, documentaries about. This is a charity. This is what they do. Mm. We wanted some innovative, different kinds of filmmaking. Yeah, sure, sure. So getting to do a stop motion film for Kibosh is a really exciting project. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, so you're you're starting to take on clients there. now. Is it, can charities afford to to you know pay for filmmaking? Like what, How do you how do you um, deal with those financial issues when there are economic realities? behind. I, I, I imagine it's not a, a easy or cheap thing to do to make films. So how do you approach that?
1: Um, so, yeah, it is tough. And I think that's one of the reasons that we set up as a charity, not as a social enterprise, mm-hmm. was so that we were put in that same position and really knew that the, the people that we were going to be working with and that financial struggle that they'd be in.
0: Mm, yeah.
1: Yeah. And so...
0: So do you... Do you take it on a case-by-case case basis? Yeah. yeah. So you, you meet with them, <laughs> you discuss what they can give, Yeah. and then you see what you can work out between the two of you.
1: Yeah, and we've got sort of a basic um, costs that we need to meet to yeah, be able to sure, survive sure. thing, and then from there it's just sort of what they can afford and they can sort of help in kind with donating yeah, yeah. the props, yep. like kibosh mm-hmm. um, and things like that, mm-hmm. yeah.
0: That's great. So then you're really just fully running from, the, from that point. You're just up and away. Yep. And um, tell, tell our listeners some of the more um, memorable uh, things that you've done in your first year and a half of operation. So what, what, what are some of the favourite uh, things that stand out for you?
1: Oh, there's been quite a few projects along the way. I think we made three films for Wellington Council. Um, so we work with corporate clients as well. Um, to sort of, we charge them a bit more to be able to afford to make okay. films for charities, yep. which I think is a good model.
0: How do you, yeah. if you're looking at working in that uh, charity sector, how do you how do you go out and find corporate uh, clients?
1: They kind of just find us. They, they, they are coming
0: to you as well. <laughs>
1: yeah, so Wellington Council um, wanted us to make films about community centres, and we thought uh, that so had enough social you know, impact and it was an important story to be telling as well. So we were kind of stoked that they were fronting up with the cash for us to be able to tell these stories of these community groups. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay, great, great. Um, And so, yeah, just getting back to some of your favourite charities that you've done work for. uh, So give us some some idea as to maybe even what what are the finished films, what are you trying to get across when people watch them?
1: Yeah, so we've got quite a range of films and films for different purposes. So we make short films, is primarily what we do. Um, I think some of the more interesting projects have been those ones that are a little bit different. Mm -hmm. Um, For example, we worked with the Disabled Persons Assembly to make uh, accessible film for every page of their website. So in sign language, spoken and subtitled. Wow. Um, So that was just a cool, really simple project that I think was really effective. Yeah. We've made a sort of animatic for Charity IT. They're another awesome Wellington charity. Um, They run hackathons, which is a weekend where they bring IT experts in together to sort of hack away at a problem a charity has to do with IT.
0: They're a local charity, are they? Yeah. (laughs) Again, I had no idea that they were even out there. So they're a group of IT guys yeah that help charities they just use these skills to help charities exactly and, sorry what were they called
1: they're called Charity IT Charity and IT and they're amazing we um, sort of met them and actually they helped us build our website mm. so in exchange for them giving us a weekend to build a website from nothing which was amazing wow. um, we made them a sort of animation film that they've actually shown in different countries so it's really cool
0: <laughs> that's great um, I'm just thinking about the more memorable films that I saw at your first anniversary. And I think the one that stood out for me was the film that you made of the Midai. Mm. That was, uh, where was that?
1: It's in Newlands.
0: Newlands. And that was this incredible story of just a, a local town hall, wasn't it? Yeah. That has now been, now it's a, it's a community centre now.
1: It's amazing yeah I really love that project I had a lot to do with that one there was so
0: much warmth in that project like it just it came through uh, in the short film and it was really seen it all driven by that that one gentleman wasn't it he yeah. was really behind the whole thing and now you've got this incredible community-based midai up there open to everyone isn't it
1: Yeah yeah that was just what what's was so it do you, amazing. <laughs> um,
0: what, what was it called
1: uh, it's Efa or Paparangi.
0: Right, and it's in Newlands. Yeah. And so anyone could just pop up there and have a look.
1: Yeah, basically. It's actually the old um, rubbish dump land, is my understanding. Right. And, there you go. And they've got the, the building is actually the old Johnsonville Town Hall that they yep. moved there. Right. And they're just an amazing community, yep. um, focusing on resilience um, and sustainability.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was amazed at everything, like how far they had taken things like They're prepared for a Wellington-wide emergency, aren't they? Like, they are they, yep. <laughs> they they are self-sustainable if there's a massive earthquake in Wellington, as an example. They're not going to be a, a hindrance to the rescue um, things that are going on, are they? They're completely independent up there. And they've all, what, it's been there for five, six years? It hasn't been long, has it? No, they're yeah. just amazing. Yeah. And I think,
1: yeah, Bill, um, who's the, the main... Sort of protagonist in that film he's the one that's just been driving it and yeah. I think he's gone back up north to where his family are from now and they're just still doing amazing things even <laughs> though he's, he's moved on yeah.
0: wow that's fantastic now um, look into the future um, what, what you were just saying that you have left full-time or part-time employment and so film for change is your is your future now and so where, where do you see things happening from here where, where do you see them going
1: I think, um, yeah, hopefully we get to a position where we've got a proper office. At the moment we've got a corner office. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, I guess growing the organisation because I think my main goal with Film for Change is for it to be sustainable and to be not reliant on me.
0: So I really just want to
1: build it up with the right people, the right processes and the right sort of financial backing to Mm -hmm. be able to survive because I think what we're doing is important.
0: That's fantastic. I love that. Um, Now, just getting on to you personally, Helen. Before we do that, um, if people would like to find out more about Film for Change, what should they do?
1: Just jump on our website. It's the best way, Mm -hmm. so um, filmforchange.org.nz.
0: Yeah, and we will have that link on both our Facebook page and our website, guys. So um, if you don't have a pen handy to write that down, then go and check out our uh, B-Side Stories, uh, the website and the Facebook page. Now lastly, just personally, um, Helen, uh, are you working on any of your own projects?
1: Yep, so I finished my job officially at the end of last week and um, I'm just about to head off right after this interview actually to Whangarei to start work on a documentary about my grandfather.
0: Wow, and and tell us a little bit about your grandfather before we sign off for the day.
1: He's a very interesting man, quite a (laughs) colourful character. Um, He's done everything, he's been a cop, he's run hotels in Wales, he's flown aeroplanes, he started his own business which has been running successfully for 35 years and he's just a pretty inspiring man. I think I guess his attitude as a kid listening to him um, and all the chances he's taken has just sort of inspired me to just go out there and do things and I think those awesome stories that I heard as a kid um, and some of them are very inappropriate, but <laughs> <laughs> they're just, um, he's just such a character. And I think I've got to share that family history um, with other people and with my future kids.
0: Excellent. Well, I think we'll leave it there, Helen. That was a great way to finish up. Thank you so much for joining us and sharing your story with our listeners. And uh, we, I think, that I guess I can speak for everyone, that we're all hoping that Film for Change uh, continues to be successful because um, like you say I think that what you're doing is fantastic for you um, know our city out here so thank you so much for coming in
1: yeah thank you for having me <laughs>